0: Welcome to your Fiercely Fabulous Life podcast. I'm Shelley Qualteri, your host. This podcast was created for you, the woman who wants more in her life, for her family, and in her relationships. We're going to spend time creating inspiration and motivation while providing you with tangible, practical strategies and tools for your life to find greater happiness, love, and fulfillment. I will provide you with real-life takeaways that have you not only thinking about, but taking action to create your fiercely fabulous life. Now let's get started. Happy Thursday or Monday, depending whatever day you're listening to this, but it's Thursday for me when I am recording this on a kind of gloomy day, gloomy day, not a lot of bright skies out there today, but... Anyways, today I am going to talk to you about vulnerability and maybe being a little bit more vulnerable with yourself, with your partner, with your friends, with your kids, uh, because vulnerability can feel scary. I definitely know what that can be like when we need to try and open up and, and share maybe those deeper, heavier things that we're feeling. We're worried about scaring other people off, we're worried about hurting people's feelings. We're worried about maybe us not being heard or seen or listened to in what we're talking about when it comes to vulnerability. But when we are willing to communicate our vulnerability, this allows our relationship to hit a different level. But it also means that in order for us to be vulnerable, we need a safe space within our relationship to take the chance to be vulnerable. So today I'm just going to give you three quick reasons, three quick ideas around how to be more vulnerable. So I want you to imagine just for a moment that maybe your partner or one of your kiddos is seeming really anxious about something and you're really not sure what's going on with with your teen or with your partner, but you can feel that tension in the air. You know what I mean? You walk into the room and you're like, ooh, I can feel that. Or you ask them what's going on and they're like, nothing, I'm fine. And you're like, mm, can definitely feel the tension in the air. So how do you respond in those moments? Does part of you perceive their um, mood as being upset with you, being angry with you, rejecting you? Do you take the risk to reach out to them, to have a conversation, to ask them, or do you just avoid it altogether? Do you know how to start this conversation? The way you respond in this situation, the way you respond to your partner or your teen really can influence how you express, share your vulnerability to allow them to become vulnerable and share what's happening for them. Vulnerability, as I'm sure many of you have heard Brene Brown talk about, is not a weakness. It's actually one of our greatest strengths because being vulnerable is really fearful. It's really scary. And we don't know how we're going to be responded to. So vulnerability is far from weakness. It is actually one of your greatest strengths and having the willingness to tell the truth, to be yourself, even in that face of uncertainty, even in those moments of being incredibly uncertain can really help you develop and benefit those connections. I just wanted to jump in a real quick minute here and ask you, do you know if your teen is thinking about suicide? What is your mindset around suicide? How do you know what to watch for? How do you have a tricky conversation around something this big with your teen? I've developed a course to help parents support their teen and understand If they are currently experiencing thoughts of suicide or having impulses around this or if they've had an attempt in the past this course is made for you because in these moments when our teens are maybe thinking about suicide or even self-harming you might want to run to a professional for help and support or even take your teen to the hospital of course that is always an option Oftentimes, parents might take their teens to the hospital, only to leave really feeling disappointed with a list of resources, not sure what to do next, and they're told, access counseling, where there might be wait lists for months, or it seems financially out of reach for you. And it can feel really discouraging as a parent to not know what to do, how to help, very scary for everybody in this situation. Suicide is complex, it's nuanced. It's different for each and every person who experiences it. However, this course that i am developed is really a work at home, do it yourself, understand, begin the conversations, support your teen without having to necessarily go to a professional to start with. This course is going to talk about mindset, what to watch for, how to have the conversation, safety planning, what's next in follow-up, and even a little bonus section. Check out the link below of this podcast to learn more. Not only can it help you build those connections in these uncertain moments, vulnerability is having the courage to show up and be seen when we have no control over the outcomes is what Brene Brown says. It's our greatest measure of courage, is what she says. So let's talk about three ways that we can show vulnerability and why it's important to show our vulnerability. So, number one, vulnerability can really improve our relationships, not only with others, but first and foremost with ourselves. By facing these sticky, yucky, mucky, tricky, uncertain moments and being uncomfortable in these hard situations and just being brave and stepping into them rather than turning and running, shutting down, avoidance, this can build your own personal resilience. Increase your confidence, build your self-esteem, knowing again that we don't have any Uh, Control over how the person that we become vulnerable with to just lean into that. I kept feeling some tension. I'm feeling your anxiety. Are you rejecting me? Are you angry with me? When we're leaning into that vulnerable space, it really does allow us to feel less dependent on other people, on less dependent on their perceptions, on their ideas of us. It reduces our sense of insecurity and provides us with a solid foundation to connect meaningfully with our teen, with our partner, with our friend, when we can just share our vulnerability. Again, we don't know what they're going to say, how they're going to respond and react, but we are being true authentic to ourselves, and digging into those emotions. If you guys have been listening with me to me for a while or popped onto my website or worked with me, you know, emotions are something I talk a lot about. And part of sharing our emotions is a huge sense of vulnerability. And the second thing I want to talk about is when we are vulnerable with ourselves, and then we can be vulnerable with others, it establishes trust. When we are speaking our truth about how we're feeling, what we're seeing, what we're sensing and it can give our partner, our friend, our team the space to be able to do the same thing. This can feel really uncomfortable. 100%, absolutely can feel really uncomfortable when we are sharing our truth because maybe that's not what they are they're uh, presenting to us, but our perception is that this is how we're feeling, that this is what we're reading from them. So when we can be vulnerable and ask them these questions, it can feel uncomfortable. But when we're willing to be the most vulnerable, when we're able to communicate our emotions, our thoughts, our feelings, take chances in a safe space, this can really build the essential trust that's needed for bigger, more heavy sensitive topics talking about parenting talking about sex with our teens or going to the party and drugs and alcohol or gender or sexuality or money being vulnerable in these moments that are a bit smaller can build trust and connection and safety for when we want and need to have these bigger trickier much more vulnerable discussions that feel even more challenging or awkward. The last thing I want to leave you with today in around why vulnerability is so important and so helpful is that it actually strengthens our relationships, not only to ourself and building our own self-compassion and trust, but it builds and strengthens the bond with our partner with our teens, with our friend, because we can learn to show up as ourselves without fearing that we might be rejected, that we might be shamed, that they might feel that rejection or shame if they're gonna be vulnerable. They'll know that you've brought this up before and been vulnerable yourself. So it strengthens that bond, it strengthens that relationship and then it becomes really powerful that we can work through anything. We can honor each other. We can manage conflict. We have respect. We have humility. We can deal with hurt. We can deal with tricky, hard conversations, whether that is about our teens becoming involved in more adult relationships, our partners and us having conflict, parenting, money, illness, aging parents, any of those things that might show up when we start building vulnerability into our relationships in small bite-sized ways, taking chances, knowing that we don't have control over the others, but we are being authentic and speaking our truth really will allow relationships to flourish, not only with others, most importantly with ourselves. I hope you've enjoyed this super quick, short episode today around vulnerability and would love to hear from you if there's episodes you'd like me to talk more about. Have a great day. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to your fiercely fabulous life podcast. Please be sure to share with any woman in your life that needs more. Have a great day and see you soon. Oh,